So welcome into the Press Pass. This is the Monday, May 23rd edition, episode 368. Lots to get to today. Baseball, including a big interview with Canyon Eagle baseball coach John Doan. Softball coaching news all coming at you. But before we get started, today's episode brought to you by BSA Care Express Urgent Care, the area's leading urgent care provider, a member of the Family Medicine Centers Network, and you might just need them if you're remodeling and you really don't know what you're doing. Not that I would know anything about that. <laughs> and the Canyon State Company, as we got Coach John Doan on, you don't want to miss them. 410 15th Street. Uh, give them a call at 452-7269. Promotions and specials running daily. Eat like a king on a budget. And look for their new food truck that's out there. It is fantastic. Mr. Steed, they say it's going to rain today. Yeah. Should we believe that? No. <laughs> When I see it. <laughs> they say I, water can come from the sky. Well, not here. I, I, I don't believe it. Well. I've already seen the National Weather Service on Twitter's model change ten times <laughs> in, in, like, two hours. And I'm like, it, this keeps going. Well, it's going. It's going to. Is it going to? It's going to. It was going to at two. It was going to at five. Now it's going to be like 10, 11. I'm just, I'm just going to hold my breath. I'm not going to hold my breath. Let me put it that way. Well, Lord knows we need it. Oh, oh, I'm sick of running my sprinkler like it's the middle of July. Man, I, I've got I got cracks at my house the size of the San Andreas Fault. I'm telling you, man. Huge. My backyard is, uh, you know, I try to keep the front yard because I don't want to look like white trashy, <laughs> but my backyard's rough. I mean, it, it, parts of it look really good, and then parts of it don't grow back. No, I I hear you, man. It's it's a tough thing out there. I'm gonna lose one of my dogs in one of those cracks one of oh, these days. Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> I've been tell, I'm trying to t- I talk Serena into getting field turf, you know, for the front and back front yard and leave the backyard. But she's like, that doesn't look good. I'm like, saves water. It and saves it's green, water. And it's green twenty four seven. It is green twenty four seven. You don't have to mow it. No, that might be the greatest thing. Don't have to mow. mow don't have yeah. to weed eat. Nothing. No fertilizer. No. It's field turf. Just do it, man. That's what I was saying. Just put I, a I, sign up this here's uh, Press Pass Turf. Press Pass Turf, yeah. Put a big old logo right in the yard. Exactly. She would love that. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know why you wouldn't want it at this point. I mean, as bad as, you know, it was trying to help the environment, right, Craig? Exactly. Yeah. Hey, we're all green here, right? Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time, man. Yeah. You're uh, the greenest of them all. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, <laughs> anyway. That was the. Uh, but before I, I get myself in trouble, we better get out of that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that conversation. Me too. me too. My dad runs an oil and gas company. I can't really <laughs> talk. How was, your, uh, how was your weekend, man? Dude, I am so beat. You look beat. Oh, my goodness. We've got that house in Lubbock, been remodeling it. This is for your uh, oldest son? It is. Uh, let me tell you something. I'm not a plumber. I'm not a handyman. I'm not an electrician. Um, it just makes things 15 times as bad. Yeah. You trying to do it all by yourself? It, for the most part, yes. Yeah. How's that going? I'm a cheapskate. Yeah. <laughs> you won't just hire somebody to come in and do it? No, I'd prefer not to. Yeah, I don't blame I you. I like money, man. Yeah, I understand. Oh. How is that going? It's not bad. Yeah. Does the toilet flush? Well, that's the part we're waiting on. I got to make a call today. <laughs> Does the water run? I, I just didn't trust myself to seat a new toilet, man. Yeah, I understand. I, it, I, I don't know. I I watched, I don't know how many videos going, no, I can do this. I can do this. And, you know, my wife and my son are looking at me going, are you sure you can do this? No. <laughs> no but I'm going to try it anyway. <laughs> well, I bet it's going okay. How's the, uh, now what all have you all put in there? You put it quite oh a bit. Oh, my gosh. We put in new flooring. We put in new bathrooms. Uh, we've repainted the whole thing. We've uh, 
completely redone the front yard and the backyard. We're going to paint it. Field turf? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll put a press pass sign down yeah, there and everybody go, who? Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's good, man. Hey, at least you're getting your hands dirty. Yeah. And trying to do Dirty, cut. Yeah. Man, there's blood flowing all. everywhere. Hey, your Mavs are struggling. Dude, here's what I think happened. Everybody went into that series going, Luka Doncic is the best player left in the playoffs. And Steph Curry said, excuse me? Yeah. That's what it looks like happened to me. Well, he hadn't been – and correct me if I'm wrong because I had, don't watch. Curry, this is probably as healthy as he's been in it is. a few years, correct? It is. And, and you could tell. And, and it's probably the best he's played all year. Yeah. And that, that's yeah. been a key for them. They just – man, they've got the Mavs number. I really thought the Mavs had a chance in this one. I really did. And poof, not anymore. Down 3-0. Yeah, I just – I don't see it, man. I do not see it. Yeah. And that's – well – I've been noticing the uh, the chatter's way quieter on Twitter. All the MFFL fans <laughs> are, are dying off fast. Yeah, I don't like that MFFL thing because it just – man, you can say way too many things. Oh, I know. That's what I saw the hashtag. You in trouble. I was like, Mavericks fan for mm, life. And I'm like, is that what it is? <laughs> I, I kept trying to figure out what the MFFL is. Oh, it is Mavericks fan for life yes, is what it is. That's what it is. But it looks like a cuss word. It's not the best <laughs> it's not the best use of uh of uh, hashtag hashtag. No. It, it, it is because the first time I saw it I was like, is that MF and fan for life? Uh, I, I was just trying to figure out what it was. Yeah. I couldn't figure it out. It it's for a tough one. time. It, it is. It's a tough one. It is. Well, let's get the show started. Uh baseball, softball going on. Softball got wiped out. Uh, so we're going to start in a baseball. Three teams left. And let's start at the top in Class 4A where the Canyon Eagles take out Seminole 15-1 to and 5 to nothing to move on to the regional semifinals once again. Yeah, it was a, what an impressive series. It wasn't even close. Uh, just beatings on both ends, great pitching on both ends. John Doan's team is just playing at a, another level, and they know how to win. I think he said he told us this is, what, their ninth appearance now into the regional semifinal. Uh, very impressive. He's had a milestone-type season. And from where they were, uh, I remember went and saw him play Emerald High, and they got hammered during that Randy Keller. And I was like, ooh, the Canaan's down. Right. But not anymore. They're way up now, buddy. Uh, it is amazing how good they are at baseball year in and year out. They're one of those teams that you look up and you go, yeah, no, they're down. And then you go, oh, they're in the regional semifinals. How, how did that happen? I, I, I don't know, but that's exactly where they're at. Getting some timely pitching. Mason Alley, Ben Black, uh, Cameron White doing a really good job on the mound. Javen Cash has picked it up at the plate for them, which has been big to go along with Ben Black and the rest of that crew. And, man, you just you look up and here they are once again. Yeah, once again. And we were able to catch up with Mr. John Doan, the head coach, a longtime head coach, 20-plus years now head coach. And he, he seems to just be enjoying the ride, man. So this morning I want to welcome in the uh, head baseball coach for the Canyon High School Eagles, Coach John Doan. Coach, welcome in this morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, Coach, you uh, survive in advance once again in a dominating fashion against Seminole, a very good team, uh, 15-1 and <laughs> – Five to nothing. Uh, great, great outings both days, Coach. You guys seem to really be clicking at a at a perfect time. Well, well thank you. Uh, I'm I'm really proud of the guys and the way they've improved over the season. Um, our pitching has been uh, has has been good. Um, the guys have thrown a lot of strikes, and we've had to play defense behind them. And so. 
that's another area that has really picked up the guys' confidence. The their, you know, just their their want for the baseball has been there. And uh, we made some really nice plays in that last game against Seminole early in the game, and then uh, late in the game to to you know keep the base runners off and preserve any kind of rally that they were trying to to get rolling there at the end. So. Uh, really proud of the guys, the way they pitch and the way they play defense. Yeah, talk about that pitching a little bit. Mason Alley, Ben Black and company, done a really good job for you limiting the uh, offense for the other team. Talk about what they've brought to your team. Well, you know, they Coach Williams came in this year. He he, he works with all of our pitchers, and, and and I mean, that that's just a daily thing for him. That's one of the first things we start off with. But um, Mason, Mason has, uh, you know, he, he closed for us last year mainly – and of course, then this year he's he's been our starter and he's been our game one guy this whole time. So he really gets off to a good start. The guys play with a lot of confidence whenever uh, whenever he's out there, and and he always gives us a chance to win when he's on the mound. Um, you know, he just mixes up his pitches well. Uh, he can pitch backwards in the count, but uh, you know, for the most part, he just wants to attack hitters and stay in the strike zone. And I know that a lot of that. Sounds pretty cliche, and that's what all you, that's what you want all your pitchers to do. But you can't ask for anything better than a guy just to compete, a guy that's uh, mature up there and knows what he's trying to do with uh, with each hitter. So uh, that that's that's been a lot of fun to see as well. Uh, ben Black is uh, just another um, mature guy. Uh, again, knows what he's trying to do. Um, he probably, <laughs> to a fault, probably analyzes each pitch and, and, and each motion or mechanic that he has. And and uh, if I could tell him anything right now, it's just to you know to relax and trust his defense and 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 not think so much about every single move that he makes up there. But uh, man, what a competitor! And and so glad he's a Canyon Eagle now and that we get him one more year. And there, there's another guy in there that uh, that that. Man, we we love to use him, but it just helps our defense so much. Is, is Cam White, and he's he's done an outstanding job on the mound as well. And then you've got Javen Cash out there in the outfield waiting for his turn. So um, we've got we've got good arms, and they pitch with a lot of confidence. And thankfully, we're playing defense behind them. You brought up Javen Cash. That's a guy who, especially late in district and then into the playoffs, has really started hitting well at the plate. What do you think the difference has been for Cash here late in the season? You know, Javen, uh, he, he came in, and he just needed to know that that we were behind him and we believed in him, and we can see a lot of, uh, a lot of potential in him. And he uh, – you know, early on, he, he, just, he just seems to be – early on – in the season, he just was jumping at the baseball whenever he's uh, at the plate. Uh, in any count, there was really no no real approach, no two-strike approach or anything like that. And, um, you know, it didn't take long, and Javen's a really smart guy and a good competitor. Um, we just said, hey, listen, let, let, let's talk about a plan. Let, let's talk about what we can do with two strikes, and let, let's talk about using the whole, uh, the whole field as a hitter. And um, – you know, we just tried to open his eyes to some things and, and let him know that he had really good hands and really good bat speed, that he didn't have to overcommit to the baseball and on, on any certain pitch. Uh, he was kind of getting fooled on off speed, swinging at balls in the dirt, a couple feet in front of the plate, just just again overcommitting at the plate. And uh, I, I hope that we just kind of gave him a plan, built his confidence, and, um, you know, then, then he had to make his mind up and do it, and that's what he did. So, um I give a lot of credit to him just uh, 
number one, you know, listening to us, number two, working the plan. And, and, uh, he's, uh, like I said earlier, that his bat speed is so good that he does not have to commit early. And, and whenever we just said, Hey, use the whole field, middle away power oppo. And if you pull it, you hit a home run, something like that to the pull side, let's just call it an accident. And we just, we just said that just to keep that front side in a little bit longer and not have him jump at the baseball. So, uh, he's made really good adjustments, and that's a good sign of a of a mature hitter. And coach, how far has this team come since maybe February or March? You know, I watched you guys early with Amarillo High, and 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 it just seems like this team has come so far in just a short time. Well, they have, and um, I mean, I even had someone come in the dugout after this uh, after this round that we just played, and they they said, "Man, coach, this is not the same team that we saw in the Iowa Park tournament." And, uh, and, and they're exactly right. They're, they're not one of the, the messages to the kids was, you know, bet on yourself, bet on yourself and have a belief in yourself because I, they were, they were playing not to lose, uh, early on. They were, they were terrified of making mistakes. And, um, you know, and, and, and honestly, I wasn't, I, w- I really wasn't getting on them for, for mistakes. And I wasn't getting on them for losses. I was just kind of rolling with the punches and knowing that we just need some time. But I had a couple of guys approach me and like, coach, coach where, where's, where's last year's energy that you had? Where, where's, where's last year's coach Don at? You know, where's, where's, where, where, where are our coaches, you know, from last year that were, that were honest about every single thing that we did. And I just sat there and thought, you know what, we, we got a brand new team and I was going to come into this season and just be patient, knowing that we're going to get better over time. But but they're but they're wanting this and they're wanting this from us. And, and so I said, OK, uh, but at the same time, I, I told him as, as long as your effort is there and, and as long as you hustle on on you know, on the field, off the field and doing all the right things and, and playing the game the right way. I said, we can work through anything. And so I think that's when the mistakes started kind of going away. I think that's when the guys started playing with a little bit more energy, going after balls that they probably wouldn't have uh, meeting, you know, kind of playing careful. And so they just, they just decided on their own just to turn it loose, uh, not worry about outcomes and just go for it. And they started, you know, they started making plays and it just kind of ballooned from there. So sure hope that continues. And, and uh, just because we're playing a, a high quality team in Argyle doesn't mean that we have to stop what we're doing or, or be afraid or, or go, you know, revert back to something that we're not. Uh, I feel like we're, we're a new baseball team. I feel like we we've come so far. So um, I want that to continue and I want us to continue to improve as well. Hey, Coach, let me ask you something. So, Canyon Eagle baseball has kind of become a, a staple of winning over the years. What do you think builds that there in that program? Obviously, you're the main piece of that, but where does that winning attitude in baseball come from? I'll say this, um, and I hear a lot of different programs talk you know talk about this certain thing, um, and that is – when you're at Canyon, there, there is an expectation of winning and, and there, there's that that's probably the case for a lot of schools, but there's an expectation whenever you see girls basketball go and do their thing. And you, you just watched our, our girls track team go and do their thing. And we had, we had some guys, 
and, and track compete and do their deal. Um, football. I mean, you, you talk about everything, the, the, all the different programs, the, the fine arts. I mean, there's just this expectation of excellence here at this school. And it starts at the top with our principal, Jennifer Bourne. And there's nobody, nobody more competitive or bleeds purple like she does. And it just trickles down. And whenever you have that, you know, you, you just go to work and, and, and you bring passion and you bring energy and, and you have excellent kids to work with. I mean, it's it doesn't come easy and, and, and it's not an every single year thing. But I do believe that there is an expectation here at Canyon High School. And I think that just sets the tone for for any season or any program that hey, we're, we're we know we're supposed to be uh, successful. We've got to do our part to fill in, you know, to fill in our space here at Canyon High School. And so that's that's a huge part of it. Other than that, man, we have unbelievably good kids. We have parents that trust us. And that's an that's an every year thing. Um, we've got guys in particular with baseball that, you know, baseball is such a huge thing here. They played in the summertime. They played in the fall. We come in and um, we just try to, you know, we just try to to manage kids. We manage, um, you know, their behaviors and their attitudes and things like that. And then baseball kind of comes secondary. And then I, I would say, I would say lastly is these guys better know that we love them. And I, and I don't say that lightly, um, that we believe in them. And I, I think, I think kids today need somebody to believe in them. Uh, and we do. And that's a message that we've um uh, try to present to them as well that we do believe in them. We certainly do love them, but I don't want our guys to need somebody to believe in them. I said, you know, it goes back to what I said earlier. I want them to bet on themselves and to believe in themselves. And um, it just helps when you when your coaches uh, or when your players know that the, the coaches got their back in any situation. So um, I, I think it's just the kids that you know, they, they've got to know that we care about them and that we love them. And we've got to show that. And, and if we can do that, um, you know, play, playing baseball comes secondary. But, boy, they sure they sure get after it. Very, very well said. One more question for me. And, of course, this Wednesday, Thursday, you got Argyle and the regional semis. Argyle, the new uh, – I don't know what you would call him. It seems like you play him in everything now. Foot, football, basketball, softball, baseball. Uh, and here you are. You get them now in the regional semifinals Wednesday and Thursday at Abilene Christian. Let's talk about that series, Coach. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Wednesday at seven thirty. It, it's you know it's kind of a different time frame. We're working around graduation, and um, uh, it's it's just always a fun time of year. You, you, making the plans and, and and you know bouncing around from from here to there and what's next and graduation and bus rides and planning meals. One of the hardest things is on these, on these kind of deals is, is, is where's the next meal coming from. So we know when the games are, we just don't know when we're going to feed the kids, but uh, <laughs> you know, playing this round, we've been here several times. Um, and I was telling you before we got on the air that, that th this is, this is the round that, that, that we need to get over. And, um, we've got a, a really, really tough, tough opponent in front of us. And it kind of takes me back. It's not, it wasn't the region semifinals, but it was a really good Amarillo high team back in the day. Um, when nobody was giving us a chance and everybody believed Amarillo high was, you know, they, they were, they were moving on and they felt like they had a state tournament team and, and 
back then we were able to sweep them in two games and it was just it was one of those games that that uh, our parents believed our school believed our town believed our team obviously believed but but no one really no one else did and so we went out and got that done and i think that's a similar case right now that that uh, when you hear the Argyle name, no matter the sport, everybody already has them penciled in going to the next round. And I really would like our guys just to, you know, to, to wear that, to take that with them and, and just, just play with a belief that, that we can get this done. And um, man, I, I really do. I, I, I honestly, I honestly do think that we can get this done. I, I, I would not, I'm not, I wouldn't blow smoke to our kids or you guys or anybody but uh, I believe in our guys. Like I said earlier, I love them, and I love the way that they're playing right now. And um, I'm just uh, – man, it, it, it's an awesome opportunity for these kids. Knowing where we've come from, we've improved, and we've earned every single thing that we've gotten this year, and uh, we get a chance to go and prove it on Wednesday and Thursday. Well, Coach, go be the uh, giant slayer and uh... – Kind of get that monkey off the back and get past this round. Uh, not only this round, but to get past Argyle. Best of luck on Wednesday and Thursday. I'm sure the Eagles will do really well. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the time. I appreciate you, Coach. Big fan of you, and you know that. So thank you for all you do. Thanks, Gil. Big fan of y'all as well. Thank you, sir. Great interview from Coach Donut. Very passionate. Is it me or he, A, really seemed like he was having fun this year, and B, just he sees something in his team that maybe nobody else does. I, I agree on both of those those standpoints. I think one, I loved his quote. I loved his quote there where he said, "I was going to come into this season and be patient." And people are like, "Where's the real donut?" And then I started thinking in my head, maybe he's just beat, tired. He's been doing this so right. long. But no, that wasn't it. He was taking a different approach, and that different approach wasn't working. The kids wanted the old donut back. They wanted to be pushed. They wanted to be, tell me my mistakes. You know, we're, we don't want to be patient. I love that. I thought that was great. Then he says something I hear Todd Winfrey say all the time. I hear Travis Schulte say all the time. I hear Styler Haddock, and I, see, I hear uh, Tate Lombard say, Canyon has an expectation. It doesn't matter what it is. Ray Bacchus says the same thing, and they, they show love to those kids, and it's all about them, and it's one big family unit out there in Canyon, and it speaks true. Yeah, it's cliche. It's a little corny, but it works. It's a great formula for what they're doing. No, it, it definitely. And they've always had. The, you notice they have the same. I mean, roundabout, they have the same staff, right? All the time out there. Hey, it makes a big difference when you know the same message is being brought to you. The kids grow up knowing. Okay, I'm going to play for this guy or this lady, and here's the message, and it doesn't change. And this is what I got to be prepared for. I, th I think that makes a huge difference, and that's tough to do because you and I both know the coaching circle moves. Fast. It's a gypsy circle, man. It, it moves. I mean, we're still seeing movement in May, which is ridiculous that we're seeing this. I was putting the coaching list, football coaching list together at my house Sunday, and I'm like, this is, God, every year this is at least 12 or 13 of them. Right. Just crazy, baby. In Canyon, yeah, I mean, Joe Lombard retired, but who'd they replace him with? Blake Bryant retired, but who'd they replace him with? Nicole Coffey stepped down to go be a mom. Who'd they replace her with? You know what is interesting is they replaced uh, Blake Bryant with Todd Winfrey. Same person. Same person. 
Joe Lombard, Tate Lombard, same person. Yeah. Nicole Coffey, Styler Haddock. Same person. Same person. I don't know. Well, she, she, she's a better person. <laughs> but, but same, let's say this, great softball minds. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but that really does speak to what the kids expect, and they know what's coming at them. And I think that makes a big difference in getting ready as you come into high school, knowing what's, what's right there waiting on you. So uh, Canyon takes that one, takes two from Seminole. They move on to the semifinal round. They will take on that big six-letter word, Argyle, once again. Yeah. Ugh. Again, that's Wednesday and Thursday because of graduation. So Abilene Christians Baseball baseball Stadium, Wednesday night, 730. Game two, 11 a.m. Thursday, followed by game three, if necessary. Well, hopefully it's not necessary as they take two, Wednesday and so. Thursday. I'd love to see it. We can get back early, and Coach Doan can worry about where he's going to find a place for them boys to eat. Exactly. <laughs> Let's exactly. go on down to Class 2A where – now here's a surprise for you. The Clarendon Broncos are moving on to the regional semifinals for the first time since 2016. After falling in game one to Lockney 9-1, to one, they pick up a pair of victories on dominant pitching 9-1 to one and 6 to nothing. Yeah, what a what – a, what a, what a, Difference a day makes, right, Craig? You get blistered nine to one. You probably made too many errors, and you know you watch two A baseball and you, you do quite see quite a few errors. Uh, but then I went to the game on went to the first game on Saturday, and this sophomore is it Harrison Howard? Harrison Howard, man, he was dominant and and threw he throws the ball hard. He has a good he has a good curveball, but he you know the wind was blowing in, so he took advantage of that. No, nothing got in the air, kept everything on the ground. Clarendon was able to take advantage of a few mistakes early, got some good hitting, hitting later in the game, broke open the game 5-0, forced the game three. So what does Yancey Malloy do? I'm going to ride at the Howard kid till I can't. Right. Put him back out there for two and two-thirds innings till he ran out of pitches. That's what I'm assuming because I didn't stay for Yeah, no, that, that's the case. Yeah, so this kid goes basically throws a complete game when you're looking at a nine-inning game, right? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable effort from this guy. I, that, that's the way to do Sophomore it. Sophomore, too, by the way. Because, A, you know, doing that sets the tone for game three. And if they couldn't hit him in game two and they're struggling in game three to hit him, all of a sudden you kind of have the advantage. And, you know, if you're locking it, you look up and you go, man, this game's halfway over and we're, we're, we're not wanting to be. And so a uh, great job there by Yancey Malloy, uh, the uh, best uh, Malloy baseball coach uh, there is out there. <laughs> that is, he's got his beard. He's got his beard dyed, too, because, you know, all the kids do that thing with the hair. You know, you right. dye your hair. He's got his beard dyed, so half of it's red, half of it's yellow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's great. I was like, he, he's playoff mode, dude. Oh, my. He is playoff he, mode. That's crazy. They got some good players, though. They're not, they're not, Bryce Hatley's a really good player. I, you know, I hadn't watched them. Right. You never get out there to see them. Bryce Hatley's a good player. I, I thought Lyric Smith, a three-sport athlete, that, that, that was really impressive, very patient at the plate. Right. Uh, so, yeah, they have some kids that can just spot out play at that level. Love the jerseys, too. They were all gray with a, with a maroon pinstripe. Oh, Pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I like those. Very nice. Yeah. Then let's move on down to Class 1A where, believe it or not, it's kind of hard to – man, baseball, you just don't do this. We still have an undefeated team, and that is the Nazareth Swifts. We're about to see him play another undefeated team. I know. What are the chances of that this oh, deep in the playoffs? Crazy, but what a dominant performance again. On Thursday at Wayla Baptist, they, they went 3-0 behind our boy Trent Gerber, who threw about his 12th no-hitter of the year, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. 
Seems like every time he goes out, he throws a no-hitter. He's untouchable. Mm-hmm. I think his ERA is like 0.2. Mm-hmm. Unreal. He had uh, 14 Ks in that game. Uh, that sounds right, yep. Yeah, is that Athlete of the Week status? It might be. Might be. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. So he goes out, dominates it. Carson Hyman's like, wait, I got you. I got you in the next game. 10 nothing. Hyman throws 10 strikeouts, doesn't allow a run, two hits. Dominant effort of pitching by the Nazar Swifts. No, it is, and uh, you know now they get to take on Ira in the semifinal uh, round beginning 7 o'clock Friday night at Lubbock Cooper, and we'll go into more of that uh, on Thursday's show. But, man, Naz, I just, it, it amazes me to be at this point 18-0 and 0 on the season, but they've got, still got a stable of players there. You talked about Gerber and Hyman, Luke Schulte there as well. Uh, it, that's what it takes at the 1A level, and that's what they've got. Don't make mistakes and have good pitching. Trent Gerber is good at the 1A level as anybody. How many runs are going to be scored in this Ira series? I mean, it's going to be fighting for runs. It, exactly, because Ira's got good pitching as well. They're 23-0, and 0, so uh, that should be really 23 interesting. 23-0 and 18-0 and 0 in regional Semifinals. No, this final. Oh, that's right. Regional finals. Regional yeah. final. No, that's why my mistake. I've been, I forget they're one round ahead like right. they are in football. So there's no area round, I guess. Yeah. Money baseball. So. Well, that's, that's crazy. Uh, let's move on to 5A and a crazy series crushing, that went on. Crushing series. Oh, my goodness. At Plainview, Randall falls to number two Lubbock Cooper, two out of three games, but Randall takes game one on not quite a walk-off, but in essence a walk-off home run by Cole Dudding to win that ballgame 5-3. to three. Peyton Bush comes in and closes the door, and Randall looks like everything is going their way, and then it didn't. Yeah. I, I don't even know what to say here. Oh. Cole Dudding is the, the MVP of District 3-5A. He's the best player on that team. And I think adrenaline and excitement caught the best of him. Any kid. In America, would have done what he did. So, so oh, a thousand times over. So you can't discredit anything he did. I, I'm proud of what he did, but man, end of the day, it just—I think it really hurt him. It did, and it wasn't his fault. It wasn't anybody's fault. Freak accident is what you would call that. So that, go ahead and tee it up for him. No, I, I agree with that. So uh, you know, Dudding hits the home run. Emotion is just you can you can watch He's the juiced. video He's and juiced. you can feel it in the crowd and everything. Even if you're not there, you can feel it. He gets to home plate, stomps on home plate, feels a pop in his knee, and can't go games two or three. Killed him. And it just really, really hurt them. They lose in extra innings in that uh, second ball game, uh, four to three. After I think uh, Andrew Ramos just threw a gen- threw, threw just so competitive in game two. They were up three two. Couldn't you know had a bad error, couldn't put it away, and then probably nothing left for game three because it's a great series. Oh, it and was. And then all of a sudden, you know, Cooper goes up 6-0 in game three, and it was, it was Johnny Ball game after yeah. that. Oh, su- such a tough one. Way to battle there for the Randall Raiders. Some really good ball players on the team. A lot of that team coming back, too. Oh, man, and that's what I'm saying. That, you know, talk to Corey Hamilton. Thank goodness Cole Dudding's not a senior. Right. And he doesn't have to live with that on his senior year because this kid will be back and stronger and better than other. He's the best player in the area, hands down. And I can't wait to see him bounce back. And it's, he, you know he's going to remember that. Oh, I promise you he will, uh, and he will work super hard to make sure that he's ready and back and prepared. And, you know, I just – best of luck to Cole. I know he listens to our podcast, and, and I can tell you, Kale, is, that's that's a kid I know really, really well. He's a better person than yes. he is athlete, and, man, that speaks volumes. It really does. Completely agree with you, man. And we have – a seems like we have a lot of those kind of kids here in the area, which I'm, I'm a big fan of. 
better kids than athletes. I'll take that all day long. Welcome to the Texas Panhandle. Yeah, exactly. I think that I think that uh, raises itself. That's just kind of the way that the kids are brought up here. Uh, down in Class Three A, Bushland playing so well, but they met a juggernaut in shallow water. Yeah, we kind of talked about it last week. You know, how would they respond to playing a quality team? They hadn't seen one in so long, that quality of team, and I think it kind of just got to them. But right in both games, got away, game one got away from them, 14-7, and 7-3 in game two. We knew that seeing that kind of pitching is a different level. And then shallow water's bats were just, were just strong. What a great year, though. Again, here we got shallow water. I mean, excuse me, Bushland three rounds deep again, undefeated again. Uh, district champions, again, they are the class of everything they do in their division. Do you feel like we hear the same names? Argyle, Shallowwater. Yes. It just yes. Certain names just pop up, and Bushland. it's like, oh, my gosh. It just It's crazy. Well, Bushland's season in general and sports is, is unbelievable. I think oh, district champions in almost every sport. Uh, maybe not girls basketball. I think Canadian got them there. But everything else, I think they've been the district champion in every single sport. Yeah, that, ridiculous. That, that's awesome. Well, and speaking of Bushland, let's switch over to softball where Bushland uh, falls to a really good Kahoma team, uh, and you saw one of those games. I did. I saw Friday's game packed, man, and, and it was so packed that you couldn't even – standing room was not even standing room. It was just that packed. Kahoma had gotten there. The game was at 630. I'm guessing Kahoma's never been good at softball because they're they, – I mean, the, the crowd, I guess they started getting there at 230. Wow. For a 6.30 game, and we're going to fill the stands and not give Bushland anywhere to sit. So Interesting. The uh, admin had to work wither their way through and make sure Bushland had a place to sit. It was still about 80-20 Kahoma. Wow. And even where we – you know where you stand by the dugouts in the open areas? That was all Kahoma fans on that Bushland side. It was ridiculous. It was, it was basically a home game. Wow. So kudos to what – Kahoma brought it. I'll just say that. And in Bushland's defense – they're playing at the same time. Right. Baseball, softball, across the street from each other. Uh, came down to what we've seen over time, and we've said this through life, in any, in any level of MLB, MALB, whatever you want to call it, great pitching beats good hitting, and, and that's what happened in this series. Yeah, what, what about this freshman, Hannah Wells? Oh, she was, she, 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 was, she was good. She was as good as – I mean, she could, she could throw anything you wanted. You know, they got on her. Briley Adams on Friday got a double early. They couldn't take advantage of it, and then it was just kind of a shutdown. J.C. Adams kind of got them started in game two Saturday. They got up 2-0. Coma takes the lead, and then again just shuts them down. Just no homers in the series, which is rare. I started to say they got stuck on 88, so they tied their their team record and their state record. Right. But you just wonder not getting any of those. You know that juices them when oh, they yeah. hit one of those out of there. Right. How big a deal that that plays into what happened in, in both of those games. But as you said, pitching every time. Pitching and defense will win it. Every time. And it did. And it did in this series. Another great year. Scott Tankersley is officially retired. So Bushland will have a new softball coach. Uh, they, what a career for for Scott oh, Takers. Talk about a guy who knows what he's doing. Oh, man. It's wrestling. The career he's had. Just San Jacinto to Caprock to Bushland is in his the state titles he's won. He's an amazing coach, and he's going to take his next step now. So good for him. Uh, congratulations to Coach Tankersley. Uh, and then in 4A, the Canyon Lady Eagles fall to, that's big, bad six-letter word, Argyle. 5-1 uh, to one in the first contest, and then a walk-off Argyle victory in the second one, 12-11. And you hated to see it. Argyle jumps up 8 nothing in game two. 
See, write, write them off right there. Write Canyon off right there. You would think. Oh, I would. I would say, okay, well, they didn't even show up. What does Tyler's team do? Oh, rally back. Two five-run innings. Berkeley-Bradley uh, with just a, a monster game. Three for five, five RBIs. They take the lead. Uh, what is it, 11-10? 11-10, yes. It just couldn't hold it. Fought, though. At least they didn't go away. No. I did it till the end. Hey, that that is a testament to good coaching there. When your team is down 8-0 and you rally back to get up 11-10, to that is a team that believes in their coach and what they're doing. They wanted it. They did? They did. So, you know, they proved a lot in a, in a, in a sweep, which is rare to see. So that was good. At least they, 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 they went out on top as much as they could. And then that's a good canyon. And you talk about a team bringing a lot back. That's a team, you know, Knowles is back, Guerrero's back. So they'll have a lot back coming in. To 2023, God, we're old. 2023, <laughs> is that right? 2023, it is, man. Holy crap, 2023. <laughs> so softball You're season, old. we are old. We don't say me. Oh, softball season officially over. Baseball still got three teams left. Clarendon, Albany, still trying to work out where they're playing. We said Canyons at Abilene Christian. Naz will play Ira in the heck of a state, more like a state finals. Yeah, Lubbock Cooper on Friday, Saturday, late times, 7 o'clock Friday, 5 o'clock Saturday. Wow, that, that yeah. should be fantastic. Uh, let's finish things up real quick with coaching news and Headley. Yes, Headley has a new head coach, yep. uh, Todd Loudermilk. Loudermilk. From Brooksmith. Brook yeah, Loudermilk. I love that name, by the way. Hey. It's a good name. Will Dorado, Follett still – no, excuse me. Will Dorado and McLean are still open. I think the only two jobs in the area are still open. So for football. For football, excuse me. I can't even tell you where the other <laughs> – I'm not even getting started in the other positions. Oh, come on. Oof. You Have can you, do it. Any news on your end? Uh, no. Still nothing. Huh? Still nothing. Tell them to hurry up over there. Well, we're trying. Yeah. We're, we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us here on the Press Pass. This was the Monday, May 23rd edition, episode 368. Today's episode brought to you by BSA Care Express Urgent Care. No appointment needed. Telemedicine available 24 hours a day. Five locations in Amarillo and Canyon and the Canyon State Company. A family-friendly sports bar and grill. Prime cuts. Cook just the way you like it and check out their new food truck. That's the Canyon State Company in the Canyon. For our special guest, John Doan. He had baseball coach for the Canyon Eagles. For my man, Kale Steed, I'm Craig Spear with Happy Sports Network. We will see you on this season's last episode on Thursday. Awesome.